0: Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Alex Afandi here again with you. It is good to have you with me on another episode talking about business, talking about life, talking about progress and entrepreneurship. Otherwise, or otherwise, a career—they're not the same. They're different career is reporting to somebody entrepreneurship is providing a product or so solving a, a problem the topic of today's episode has to do with uh, b2b this is the second b2b b2b is very broad there's a lot of books written about it but really in essence it's selling a business to a I'm sorry selling a a product or a service to a business right not an individual. Uh, this isn't uh, a sale where uh, the husband has, has to check with the wife. This isn't a sale where they have to go back home and do research or go to other dealerships to drive a different car with a different interior. Or um, this isn't a Barnes & Noble uh, where you go in and pick up a store and walk away. That's called B2C. B2B is different. B2B, you're going out to businesses. And what's cool about B2B is that uh, there's just a lot more logical and um, thoughtful process that goes into purchasing a product or service in B2B. First and foremost, whatever you're selling has to solve a problem. It has to make the business more efficient, more productive, um, more secure, Uh, you know an example would be tracking devices you know I used to work with uh, a company that uh, rented bins you know those massive bins they take on construction sites and they had so many bins like 5,000 of them that sometimes if that bin uh, got you know whatever they lost track of it and it ended up uh, getting transported onto a different job site or whatever they couldn't find it and before I was introduced to them uh, they called that cost of doing business imagine that they lost a bin that's a, that's big that's that's like three cars combined you know 40 feet long you see you usually see them on 18 wheelers and they said yeah if we lost it it's just the cost of doing business so my solution to them which they invested very happily in was uh, tracking devices for these bins, right? So you have to keep in mind, whatever a company you want to work for or do work for, unless you're solving a solution, I'm sorry, unless you're solving a problem with a solution, you are not going to be very successful at doing that, right? Because businesses don't buy, generally speaking, uh, they don't buy things for pleasure, right? Uh, Take uh, an example of, Pleasurable items uh, would be exotic cars, right? I mean, you've heard this argument before. People buy a Toyota Corolla and they're like, oh, it's great, man. It gets me from A to B. Where, you know, we have a conversation a couple of days later and someone needs the Porsche Cayenne, uh, you know, red leather interior and it has to be turbo supercharged, you know? Uh, and those guys or girls will pretty much never get in a Corolla because it's not, because it's below them, it just doesn't do it for them. But that's a want. Here, you are selling a need. You're selling a solution to a, to a need, a problem. You know, another example, and this is just to give you further demonstration or illustration. Um, another solution would be, you know, take a pharmaceutical company that pays its employees uh, $1,000 a month for a car uh, allowance. They go lease a car, they put, a, put the fuel in, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and that typically is uh, compensated for by the company. So you go in and you say, you know what, I'm a fleet manager for Ford and I sell to businesses. And I can reduce that $1,000 to $250 per month. Um, and you have 100 employees times a savings of $750 a month. You know, I mean, just do the math. And this is actually a real case study, you guys. This wasn't something I'm shooting off the head. A friend of mine works for a, a pharma company called Massimo. And they have 100 cars times 750 $75,000 a month, multiply that by 12, they saved almost a million dollars. Now, employees weren't happy because now they went, went from like a Range Rover to, uh, you know, a, a Ford Escape, but the company was certainly happy. So that's, that's an example of a B2B product that solves a problem It makes companies efficient, profitable, secure, et cetera, et cetera. And so before you get in at B2B sales, you have to understand if the product the company sells actually solves a problem, okay? And look, every company out there is going to say, oh yeah, we solve problems. You know, solution, you know, that, that's like the key term or the hot term, solution, solution. Um, where in fact, it's not always a solution. So you have that, that's on you to make sure of, right? So you have to have an evaluation criteria. So uh, what's the day-to-day like? Uh, well, I mean, you have a list of companies on a CRM. CRM is uh, customer management, what is it? customer relationship management software. And you have leads, right? You've heard of those ter- that term, i sure. You have leads. You're going to call these leads. Uh, your job is to navigate through organizations. That's all it is. You have to get to the decision maker. And sometimes it may not serve you well to reach the decision-maker directly because you do not understand the ecosystem of that company so maybe you should call um, you know the low man or the low lady on the totem pole and call I don't know I'm depending on the company you can call the salesperson you can call the drivers you can call the uh, you know injection mold uh, machine operator whatever the case might be right call them, learn about their company, find out the problems. And then once you call the decision maker, you have ammunition. You have things to talk about. You have um, a way to navigate through that conversation with actual knowledge, not only about the industry, but also about the company itself. And so the ultimate goal is to set up a meeting. Hopefully it's in person. If not, it's online. And you are having a dialogue with that person. You are learning what it is that makes him tick. You know, everyone out there that has a career, uh, including VPs and CEOs, they are paid in proportion to the problem, to the degree of problems they solve. Right. That's that's something I learned from Rev Run, the founder of Run DMC, which is a, which is a musical group uh, that was very very famous back in the '90s and so you are paid in proportion to the degree of problems that you solve. obviously they have problems to solve and so you need to find out where they're at today and where they want to be right and your solution is being tailored to their needs and if you can't provide it walk away you have to don't get excited about the commission uh, because unless you're selling them a a product or service that actually solves a problem you know at the end of it you're going to be looked at as the the guy who made him spend money unnecessarily and that's never good so you go in it's a dialogue uh you have to understand you know current state the vision the gap you know what's missing and Generally speaking, business owners and, and VPs are pretty honest about what their problems are, uh, and they they actually are only meeting with you to find if you have that solution. And so, a typical conversation is, uh, you know, let's say a VP um, at, at a company and say, you know, Hey, Linda, appreciate your meeting with me. Um, I am Alex Afondi, My company is such we do abc you have to be very concise we do abc okay and so i understand based on my recent conversation with some of your colleagues you may be struggling with abc so i'd like to dig in a little further to find out how we can be of help to you Uh, and so and that's how the conversation starts and honestly i like to say start anywhere go everywhere or start somewhere and go anywhere uh, with that conversation be respectful of your time of their time if it's a 45-minute meeting keep it at that finally you have to have a follow-up plan okay get a timeline from her you know if we were to be the solution if we were to be the chosen company what kind of a timeline are you thinking about right and Oh gosh, I don't know. Say December. Okay, no problem. So we have some milestones to hit between now and then. First, for, first and foremost, implementation schedule. Um, you know, uh, signature contracts. Uh, you know, legal team, etc., etc. I mean, things can get complicated. Obviously, there's there isn't a lot of time here to give you the, the enchilada, for lack of a better term. But you guys get the idea. This stuff you'll be trained on by your company. God willing, if they're if they're good enough at what they do. Um, from there you're you uh, you're going back to the office or home office and writing an email follow up, outlining exactly what you've discussed. You know, because you need to at some point you're going to have a lot of clients and you're going to have a hard time keeping track of things, um, and so you want to. Be able to navigate that conversation accordingly when you go back to them. Okay. Uh, From there, you know. Also, you want to ask a very important question: is who else is involved in the decision-making process? You know, sometimes your solution, the solution you're you're buying, could cost them a hundred thousand dollars a month, or you know what I mean. So, who else is involved? You know, and you're you're not asking this in in this particular way, but basically, you're asking Linda in this case hey Linda is your signature important enough to sign off on this you know Um, but you just say who else is involved well the CEO has to be involved okay can we meet him you know Uh, I've always found it um, more what's the word effective to go in with a colleague to the meeting especially important ones. Why? Because they take you guys to ser- more seriously. And I'm just gonna say this: you know, this this new era of uh, millennium uh, or min- millennials, uh, you know, going in with their uh, t-shirts and, and jeans. Fuck that, dude. Go in with a suit, wear a tie if you're a guy, uh, wear a nice dress or a suit if you're a lady, and go in. You're a professional. You know you're asking for money and that is not very easy to do. And so you have to understand that you're going to go in looking professional, sounding professional, etc., etc. Um aside from that, guys, holy cow, man, um, then the follow-up starts. It's it's a bit of a chasing game. Uh, and some clients are very honest about what they want to do or what they don't want to do with you and if it's a no then it's a no if it's a yes great um, and uh, there will be some steps involved with your management reporting back etc etc um, but dude once you catch that sale once you nail that sale Uh, You could your commission could be anywhere between ten to thirty to forty thousand dollars, depending on the company that you're working with. You know, hopefully you have a structure where you get residual uh, income, and um, make sure that's all in the contract uh, with your company, uh, so you're not screwed. Because you know, God knows I have a disdain for companies in general, because they always screw people over employees over Um, I've found that to be true with with a lot of companies Um, it's just a word of caution and aside from that guys it's just something you're gonna have to learn you know Um, follow-up so really the main principles of B2B business is prospecting staying organized and follow-up now don't be a pest but you have to follow up efficiently. If you've missed a, a timeline, you know, hey Linda, uh, we didn't get the signature from you in time. Is there anything that you're debating? It's something else that's taken your time. Whatever the case might be, and just kind of bring her back to to your to your project, to your world. Um, hope this was helpful guys, and if there's any specific questions related to B2B, please let me know. I certainly have a lot of experience in B2B. I do like B2B because it's not emotional. I can't stand that emotional sale. The, the, the stitching on the seat isn't, isn't as wide as I thought. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Come on. Um, and that's fine, I just don't want to be involved in that kind of sale. Uh, That said, you guys, uh, hope all is well and uh, appreciate your listening. Take care, we'll talk soon. Bye bye.